0: Good morning, Blessed Sunday, Pastor Shane here, Worship Without Walls, and I'd like to thank you all for joining me here for worship, word, and prayer as we celebrate just coming together in one and coming together in love, in faith through our Lord Jesus Christ. Siblings in Christ, let us pray. God of delight, your wisdom sings your word at the crossroads where humanity and divinity meet. Invite us into your joyful being where you know and are known in each beginning, in all sustenance, in every redemption, that we may manifest your unity in the diverse ministries you entrust to us, truly reflecting your triune majesty in the faith that acts in the hope that does not disappoint and in the love that endures amen and amen we turn now into our red hymnal to 751 peace perfect peace peace i leave with you my peace i give to you i do not give to you as the world gives do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid you will keep in perfect peace with him whose mind is steadfast, because he trusts you. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. May the God of hope fill you with joy and peace as you trust in him. We turn now to 703, God's Love and Strength. I sought the Lord, and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. This poor man called out, and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him. And he delivers them. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Amen and amen. Our opening hymn is God of the Sparrow.
1: God of the well, God of the swirling stars, how does the creature say all? say peace, God of the ages, God near at hand, and God of the loving heart. How do your children say joy? How do your children say home?
0: Amen. And amen. We turn now to the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into Hades. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen and amen. Return to 671 on Christ's temptation. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. After fasting forty days and forty nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell the stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple, and said, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down. For it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift up your hand, you in their hands, so you will not strike your foot against the stone. Jesus answered him, It is also written, Do not put the Lord your God to test. Once again the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan. For it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him, and angels came and attended him. I apologize for this morning if I'm a little raspy. Allergies are kicking my butt this weekend. Let me turn to the book of Psalm now. Psalm eight. Let us begin. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth who have set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, you have ordained strength because ye of your enemies, that you may silence the enemy and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have ordained, what is man that you are mindful of him? and the Son of Man, that you visit him. For you have made him a little lower than the angels, and you have crowned him with glory and honor. You have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, even the beasts of the field, the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, that pass through the paths of the seas. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all of the earth. Here ends our reading from the Book of Psalm. Thanks be to God. Our next hymn is How Great Thou Art.
1: Stars, I hear the mighty thunder, thy power throughout the universe displayed. Then sings my soul, my Saviour God, to thee. How great thou art! How great. Die to take away my sin, then sings my soul, my Saviour God, to thee, how great thou art, how great thou art, and then sings my soul. and take me home, but joy shall fill my heart. Then I shall bow in humble adoration, and there proclaim
0: into our first scripture passage for today, and our first scripture comes from the book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 through 2 and 4a. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form, and void and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. God divided the light from the darkness. Here ends our first reading. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns and died for us. Let us pray. Holy, holy, holy God, in calling forth creation from the void, revealing yourself in human flesh, and pouring forth your wisdom to guide us, you manifest your concern for your whole universe you invite us as your people to gather the world's needs into our hearts and bring them before you. Lord, we come to you with full needs, needs foremost, starting with those children in Christ, our fellow siblings who are on our prayer list. And I'm going to read those names off Robin, Nick, Dan, ace d nikki kaden courtney lennox linda beth max ray all of our pats that are part of our ministry and out there nora bonnie muriel chris t lance Val, Bob, Timothy, Brianna, Thomas, Rihanna, all of our veterans that have served and defended this country. Some who have which given the ultimate sacrifices, we lift their families up in prayer today. And always, we lift up those who are sick right now and battling ailment. We lift up Those that struggle day in and day out through mental illness. Lord, we ask that you ease their troubles and comfort their minds. We lift up to you those who are part of our homeless population. Lord, we ask that you help bless the hearts of those who can help. Those of your children who are in wealth that can help guide them to help those who are in need as you have instructed us to do. We lift up today our community and our LGBTQIA community, our siblings in Christ there who ultimately this month are starting to celebrate as it is June is the beginning of pride or June is pride month and we are in the beginning stages of it. Lord, we look to you that you would help keep them safe that we may not lose any more of our siblings. Siblings to hate being lost. We ask that you continue to protect them and continue to open the eyes and the hearts of those who would try to harm them and make them see that it is not your will or your way, as they are so corruptly trying to say that it is, but instead that their eyes would be open and their hearts would be blessed to heal, that they would see your truth and your light within all and through all. For there we say, holy, holy, holy God, fill us with strength and courage, with discernment and compassion, that we may be your instruments of justice and love in this world, that it may be on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Our next hymn is Go Now in Peace. I <clears throat> Saying through that, that I realized that that probably should have been an ending hymn. It's okay. It's okay. We are going to turn once again into our blue hymnal. We're going to read the lyrics of the hymnal, Search Me. Search me, O God, and know my heart today. Try me, O Father, and know my thoughts, I pray. See if there be some wicked way in me. Lead me, O Lord, in your everlasting way. Amen and amen. We turn now into our Bibles once more, into our second scripture and our second reading for today comes from the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 13, verses 11 through 13. Finally, brethren, farewell, become complete, be of good comfort, be of one mind, live in peace and The God of love and peace will be with you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the saints greet you. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen and amen. And here ends our second reading for today. Thanks be to God. Siblings in Christ, please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, Who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us, leading us not to temptation but delivering us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us continue forth in prayer once again. God of all creation, we offer our gifts in gratitude to you this morning, not just for what you do in our lives, but for who you are in our lives. You are with us in the person of the Father, the God above us. You come to meet us as the Son, as God beside us. You empower us to do the work of kingdom, building by the Holy Spirit. God within us providing strength and boldness, that we would never find on, on our own. May these gifts be tools that make the transformation of the world a reality. We pray in the name of one God, one Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen and Amen. Siblings in Christ, at this time in our service, if you feel so compelled to tithe with this ministry, do know that it will go ultimately to helping those in need. This month being June, being Pride Month, anything that we get in our tithes is going to go to the Rainbow Youth Project. It is a nonprofit that helps troubling troubled youth in need. Youth that might have been kicked out of their houses for just being who they are. Youth that have been persecuted, youth that ultimately are in need of counselors and don't have the means to get them but rainbow youth project helps provide as much as they can and over the last few months due to all the hate in our country they have seen a huge increase in calls coming in and their call centers their counselors are working as hard as can be to help each and every one of those calls so what can we do as ministry but we can help donate we can help tithe with them also if you go on our page we have their linked to our page and ultimately feel free to go check them out right now they are offering a 50 50 raffle as a fundraiser where two winners will split 50% and the other 50% goes as donations to the rainbow youth project Again, once again, it's to help youth in need. With that said, siblings, may we turn now to the gospel of our Lord. And our gospel reading for today comes from the gospel of Matthew, the 28th chapter. And it is verses 16 through 20. Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee to the mountain which Jesus had appointed for them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen and amen. Here ends our gospel reading of our Lord. Praise be to God. And praise be to our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with us daily. And this brings me, siblings in Christ, to our message for today. And our message for today Is entitled, To Teach God's Love. And ultimately, I want to start off by looking at the scripture passage we just read. And in it says the following in verses 19 and 20. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that they that I have commanded you and know that I am with you always. So that's what we're going to break down today. We're going to break down that teaching part. And when we think of teaching, we think of what? We think of someone who is educating someone else, right? We think of someone who's maybe opening someone's eyes or showing them, Something different that they did not already know. Okay? And prior to where I'm at today in my journey, I taught adult education for those who don't know. And in my time teaching adult education, I saw, and this sometimes is the saddest part, but almost youth. They were too old to be considered children in public education. So they got thrown into the adult education program or they got themselves into trouble and they were mandated to be there for many. And uh, the difference is those that were mandated to be there didn't want to be there. They didn't want to learn. Their eyes were not open. They had not been ready to receive that knowledge, that education. And yet those that chose to be there came in with that open mind sense and the reason why they were there in many cases is because the public education system had failed them the traditional style of education had failed them for some it was because they maybe got pregnant early in life and had to drop out of school to take care of their child for some it's because they got into a bad situation and maybe got kicked out of their own house and couldn't afford to live on their own or they were just you know, bouncing from bed to bed or whatever the situation might be. For others, it could just have been their upbringing that the second they hit a certain age, they were supposed to go out and work a job and provide for a family. So they never did. For others, they came to the U.S. from a country, another country. And sadly, the way the government worked in that situation is some countries' educational status was not equivalent to the U.S. So if they didn't have their records with them when they were in the States, they would have to go to these adult education programs to try to get a United States GED form, okay? But with that said, I saw a variety of individuals, a variety of souls, a variety of adults or adult youth, depending on the situation. And the fun part about it as the teacher was always trying to figure out how to relate to each student individually, how to motivate each student individually so that they would come back for a second class, let alone a third or a fourth or a fifth a month. Some, I did have a couple that lasted with me for over a year coming on a regular basis and bless them and bless them for not giving up and achieving what they came and set to do. But I bring this up because as a teacher, it was a constant struggle between my own personal opinions, my own personal biases that I might have pre-been conditioned to, and then the understanding of love. Of what I was called to do. Of what I was hired and instructed to do. And now, don't get me wrong, my formal teacher training background um, was very minimalistic. It did not exist in that time frame. I honestly started my adult teaching by teaching something that I did have my education in and giving back to that industry and that field through teaching it. From there, I became a warm body in a classroom as a sub and... Ultimately, because there was not another teacher, I became that teacher. With that said, I knew what my capabilities or my flaws were going into each and every situation with each and every student. I also was not a traditionally educated taught teacher. Therefore, my perspective and my way of bringing the information to the table was not traditional. In fact, I would probably have gotten, in tr- In fact, I did get in trouble more so from who has hired me because I wasn't doing it their way. But yet when it came to my students, they related better. They understood better. They actually came back to continue their education. And many of them, if they see me out in public now, still wish A, I was back teaching and b thank me for everything and some students even now that had gotten their GEDs and moved on in life still reach out from time to time or still interact because I became that steady person in their lives who was rooting for them and helping them instead of constantly being against them or rooting against them and that made a change in their lives. And I taught a diverse group of individuals, let alone a diverse group of courses, when I did teach. But ultimately, based on time and new job opportunities or career opportunities, I had to believe that where it laid in the past, and I had to move forward into other things. And why did I bring to you all that story of my past and my life? But I bring you that story because in today's scripture, we are being instructed by Jesus Christ to go forth and teach the gospel. We are being instructed to go forth and make disciples. And I ask you this, how do we make disciples like Jesus did? How do we go forth and get others to ultimately believe in the church as it sits today. As Jesus did. Well, first I want to break down and dissect the fact that if we look at Jesus back in his time frame, we have the leaders of the religious culture in that day and age. We have the legalistic leaders that are looking to not lower their social status and things like that, right? And then we have today. And I see in a lot of Christianity that is out there, the same situation. We have those legalistics. We have those that sit on their thrones feeling that they are higher up than the rest of us. We have those that will literally cast stones without looking inwardly at their own sin as they're doing it. Now, it's no surprise that this ministry and myself supports the LGBTQIA2S plus community. There is no hidden fact that this ministry as well as myself empathizes with all of them and we look at them as human beings and that they were made in God's creation as well. And I say this boldly this morning to bring up my next point because obviously this pastor is on social media. Obviously this pastor is on social platforms, YouTube, Facebook, where you will find this sermon and this service, our podcast, this pastor is also on Instagram, TikTok, for their personal use as well. And TikTok, it's a little gray area because it is my personal TikTok, but I do church through that as well. I give a week variety of services and all services are to bring hope to those who feel hopeless. All of those posts are to hopefully bring love back to the situation. In fact, this morning I felt no better reason than to wear my cre- custom created shirt that says love God and love others it says it's on the back. It's the reminder that what we are supposed to do and what we are supposed to teach But you see, on TikTok, if you stand for the LGBTQIA2S+, as an ally, you have hate knocking at your door on a regular basis. If you stand or are a part of that community, you have hate. As a Christian pastor, as a Christian leader, my hate comes in a different form. And usually it comes from the form of Christians telling me that I'm going to hell, trying to remind me that homosexuality is a sin, and continuing to steadfast in their indoctrinated beliefs from their church pulpits that says scriptures like Leviticus 18 and 1 Corinthians 6-9 are those hammer scriptures that prove what they believe. And yet, if they googled for even half a second or did a little research, they would find that that word never existed until the Englishized Bible. They would find that in the time of when it was written, it didn't even describe what homosexuality and things like that are today. In fact, to be blunt and to be clear, what it describes fully is that a man shouldn't do to another man what they did to a woman. In in that time frame, a woman was actually looked at as subservient to a man based on that patriarchal type society of living that happened then. So when that patriarchal society was writing these things, they were saying that you should not make another man subservient to you through sexual manner. And I know that there's a few other things about that that go on, but I've talked to other preachers, other pastors, those who've done even more intense studying than I have, and they've come up with the same consensus. I've listened to a testimony of a fellow minister who literally self-put themselves into that Uh, deconstruction therapy where they were trying to change their mindset away from who they felt they were to do what that conservative Christian church and upbringing told them they should be doing. And yet still, they came out still with the same feeling of who they were. If anything, it drove them closer to feeling who they were and then it dawned on them that God created them who they were for that reason. For a very specific point, that why would I still feel this way if this is not who God created me to be? And for all of my siblings in Christ who sit there and doubt who they are and who sit there and will listen to the hate and rhetoric and allow that to get in their head, please don't. Please don't. I want to read a specific scripture passage today, which comes from 1 John 4, verse 18. And it says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. And there's a very specific reason why I want to bring that up today, When we are talking about teaching God's love. Because those specific Christians on that conservative Christian line teach fear. When that fear leads to anger and that anger leads to hatred and that whole pipeline right in my head. I can picture Master Yoda saying this to young Skywalker right now. And yes, I'm a Star Wars fan. So that's why that analogy came out. But we can see how fear can lead to anger and how fear can lead to hatred, right? Because we see it in today's world. But I strongly believe that if you need to literally sit in a pulpit and preach fear and hatred of another human being or another population, then your God must be very tiny to be spiteful and wrathful and to allow you and your human perspective and your human imperfection to do that. Either that or your God is the same as my God, which is all loving and caring. And at the the end of the day, your judgment day will come. But the God of love does not hate. And it says in this scripture passage, again, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. Those who live in fear are tormented day in and day out. Those who are brought up in those type ministries that sit there and preach hell and condemnation and fear live in anxiety and stress daily because they feel like they are doing something against the church. I have heard hundreds of the same testimonial stories of individuals whose lives were part of those type churches. And the second they did one thing that was against that ministry, they were cast out and no longer part or welcome. Because again, it's the do as I say or don't be here mentality. And far too many times the do as I say, don't be here mentality of those churches only leads to more lost sheep of the kingdom of Jesus Christ. It only leads to more souls going astray to be able to be manipulated by the devil. Because they don't feel worthy or welcome in a ministry, in a sanctuary. They don't feel, because of how they were taught, that the God of love actually cares about them. But what can we do? Well glad you asked siblings in Christ because what we can do is we can go forth in love and light and we can show them that the God of love loves them for who they are and that they are the Lord's and the God's creation it does not matter if you are a cis straight white man or woman or if you are a cis member of the BIPOC community, or if you are a cis member of the LGBTQ community, or if you are a trans member of any of those communities, what matters is that you are a creation of the God, a God who is loving and merciful, a God who wants you to go forth, and as our gospel says today, make disciples, of all the nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit that's the God who created you not the little tiny itty bitty spiteful God over here that you know certain Christians want to use to condemn others no but the big almighty God who we all pray to the big almighty God that wants that relationship with you through your faith in Jesus. And once again, what typically happens is we lose faith in Jesus when we hear that same rhetoric coming, those same hammer scripture statements like Leviticus and 1 Corinthians 6. But ultimately, that's all they have to hold on to because if they look to these red letters and they look to love, they don't have a leg to stand on. Because there's no fear in love. There's no hate in love. And that is what Christ brings to us and shows us through the entire Gospels. How to go forth in love and make disciples. How to go forth in love and bring the one back to the 99. You see... We want to teach others about what it means to follow Jesus, and by doing so, what kind of examples, what we will need. If we want to teach about kindness or taking care of the less fortunate, how can we model this in our own lives? Well, we could ultimately go forth and be helping at shelters. We can go forth and do drives to donate to shelters and to those in need. We could sit there and set up food banks and pantries to give food to those in need. We can ultimately help with fundraisers and drives that are in our local communities. If we wanna give back to the members of say our LGBTQIA+, we can go find our local branch and become part of that helping. We can find those agencies that are working as nonprofits to help those in need, like the Rainbow Youth Project, Um, And I'm sure there are so many other projects out there in all the different communities. But what we do need to do is we need to break those walls down of division that lead to fear and hate, right? And we need to ultimately work towards education and love. Because even if I don't agree with you, you still are my neighbor and I'm still instructed to love my neighbor. Even if you're sitting there and, being indoctrinated with a hateful message in Scripture that other people in other communities don't deserve to live. And yes, that includes those pastors who preach that they do. Wouldn't be the first or last time that I've gotten those type of comments left. That because I support those communities, I also don't deserve to live because I don't believe and repeat the same rhetoric as those types of Christians. But again, the question comes back to me when it comes to teaching is, well, Pastor, how do we go forth and do this? Do it by acts of kindness. Do it by showing love. If you see something wrong, say something in fact if you see someone being harmed try to help if you can. And I know everybody's in different situations so I would never say to strictly put yourself or your kids in harm's way but ultimately there are ways that you could help alleviate situations to help others, right? And the thing is, and the sad thing is, if we banded together all of those people that actually understood the gospels of love and the gospel of truth we could really, really teach God's love, right? We could really show the unity of the church. But sadly, far too many times, and even in reconciling ministries, we see where ministry decides, or a denomination decides to become a reconciling ministry. And yet there are those same people that sit there within, and, or those pastors that want to sit there and say, no, that's, that, that's wrong. And they can't sit there and be part of that congregation or that ministry anymore. So what happens is they divide and make again. And this is why we have the problems we have with Christianity. Because we can't even come to the table in love with each other. Which makes it really difficult to teach love to others. But as we go about our days, as we go about our lives, we are instructed to do nothing more but to teach God's love. Siblings in Christ, let us pray. God, we come to you today thankful for everything in Scripture that teaches about love. We know that it is the most used word and translation in and throughout the entire Bible meaning there is one message that you are trying to get to us in every ounce of the book, and that is the message of love. Give us the strength and the ability to go forth in your name to teach about your love. Help us to stand firm without fear against persecution and judgment as we go forth in this world in your name and in your light, speaking your love working as Christ wants us to do to make disciples in your name, calling that lost back to join the rest of us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Our final hymn is Joyful, Joyful, We Adore Thee.
1: Joyful, joyful, we adore thee, God of glory, God of love. Hearts unfold like flowers before thee, opening to the sun above. Melt the clouds of sin and sadness, drive the dark of doubt away. Giver of immortal gladness, fill us with the lights of day all thy works with joy surround the earth and heaven reflect thy rays stars and angels sing around the center of unbroken praise field and forest vale and mountain flowery meadow, flashing sea. Singing bird and flowing mountain, call us to rejoice in thee. Thou art giving and forgiving, ever-blessing, ever-blessed. Wellspring of the joy of living ocean depth, of happy rest. Thou our Father, Christ our brother, all who live in love are thine. Teach us how to love each other, lift us to the joy divine. Join the mighty chorus, which the morning stars began. Love divine is reigning over us, leading us with mercy's hand. Ever singing, march we onward, victors in the midst of strife. Joyful music leads us sunward in the triumph song of life. Joyful music leads us onward in the triumph song of life.
0: Amen and amen. Let us pray. God, whose fingers sculpted sun and moon, and curl the baby's ear. Spirit brooding over chaos before the naming of day, Savior sending us to earth's end with water and words, startle us with the grace, love, and communion of your unity in diversity, that we might live in the praise of your majestic name. Amen. And amen. And now, siblings in Christ, may the Lord bless you and keep you, May the Lord look, <clears throat> make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Go in peace. Amen and amen. Are you looking for some Christian-based apparel to wear? Masks, hoodies, shirts, possibly women's leggings, then look no further than checking out our Teespring store at teespring.com/stores/worship/without walls. It's all custom designed from us here at Worship Without Walls. Again, that is teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls. Hope you find something you like for you or your loved ones. Have a blessed day.